yeah, I phased out partway through that phase back in, realized you were still talking, phased back out, phased back in, realized you were done and realized I couldn't contribute to the conversation at all. So I just said this. Hi, everyone. This is episode 28 of Stat Check. Couldn't hack it. And as you can see, it's not a Scottish accent or a Scottish person giving you this intro because our friend Innes is currently in the skies on his way to Las Vegas for LVO this weekend. Uh, so I'm instead joined by Anthony, Jeremy, and then our friendly neighborhood guest, Jack Harpster. Hey, guys. Hi, Welcome to the show, up? big man. Thanks. I'm surprised you haven't invited me before, Anthony. I thought we were friends. You're the first guest. Yeah. Don't be mean. That's he's like the third guest. Yeah, no, I know. <laughs> <I'm> <laughs> lying, Anthony. You know, I wouldn't, I wouldn't know. <laughs> <laughs> I would tell people until eventually someone's like, No, you're not, Jack. And I was like, oh, damn. <laughs> so close. So thank you everybody for joining us tonight. We are going to do some questions with Jack later on in the episode. We'll do our stats section. But first, how was everybody's weekend starting with our guest, Jack? Oh, my weekend, my weekend was was great. I'm moving apartments. So oh, exciting. Yeah, yeah. So that was all of Saturday. And then Sunday, um, John helped, which was very nice. He helped lift stuff. What a yeah, hero. What a, what a lad. We got him pizza. Nice. Um, and then Sunday, the whole gang went to an escape room. And we did not lose. We got out with like two minutes to spare before we were sealed in King Summer Other's tomb forever. Nice. Yeah, forever. Like, that's a long time. That's a long time. Yeah. <laughs> that's a long time. And then I moved. Little game professionals beat the game. That's. Woo! <laughs> we only needed two hints. All, All right. right. That's more than. I mean, that's. Less than a ton. That's not it's, bad. It wasn't a lot. It was mostly for like, hey, have you like checked the thing and see if there's extra writing there? And we're like, oh yeah, no, we haven't. We haven't oh, checked yeah. that. That would be good yeah. to do though. Yeah. Um. Then game night, I guess. You know. You know, mining hard in the content farm. You know, content mines. Uh, for for all their state of the faction videos. You know. Oh yeah, just deep in the deep in the content the mines. Just. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Uh, I, I've done everything else, but I couldn't put off Raven Guard, so I have oh. to do that. Yeah, I got that oh. tomorrow. First, Did you just feel like, hey, they suck, and then just close the video? Or uh, I, I, I feel like both of our Raven Guard players would be very upset with me if I did that. <laughs> all two of them. <laughs> all two of them. Yeah. Um, <laughs> That's so, also fair. Yeah, I don't know. First step one, find out what, if anything. I mean, they do, and then step two, find out what of that got better. You know, Makes something sense. probably. So maybe, maybe, I, I, probably, or not. You know, just staple Gillum into it. Get a couple extra CP. Maybe you can pretend it's Eighth Edition and pregame move everybody again. Then paint them all blue, and then say they're just Ultramarines, and then you get to stay in Dev Doctrine actually the whole time. And you yeah, there you go. It, right, probably. I, I was just gonna say you say they're thirty k themed Dark Angels instead, and just play with a better supplement. Yeah. Uh... And now that I've admitted to not knowing what they do, now <laughs> I can't just skate through with people assuming I know what they do. And I'm just 
you know rats You're, now i have to like reference rules or something caught and called out dude Damn. that content mining is going to be way harder now that everybody knows you don't know what you're doing i even did sound expectations guard like Salamanders are better than raven guard surely i mean they are but they're equally i don't know what they do ah Salamanders at least do cool things but yeah probably i don't know yeah <laughs> I was going to say, now we don't know if you actually know anything that you're talking about. Uh, any they, time. they Overwatch, they buddy Overwatch, and then I think they heroic 2D, 2D6, and you get a lot of dudes with flamers and Melta, I tell you what, I wrote a list that has like <laughs> a lot of those things. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, man, you're getting hot in here. <laughs> All right, Anthony. Joke. How was oh, your uh, weekend? My weekend was good. It was my birthday. Uh, Happy did. belated birthday, Anthony. I Thank you. I did some birthday stuff. I got a tattoo last week. If you want to see pictures of it, come look at the Patreon. I'm not explaining the story again. It looks a lot like this, actually. Looks like it's um, an Australia logo. That's weird. Yeah. If you want to hear the story, into the Patreon you go. Oh. Anyway. Um, I'm sure. Yeah. So that was pretty much my weekend. It was a little bit of... Uh, I consider the tattoo my last piece of LBO prep, so I'm just not going to think about it until I'm at the event now. I am playing a charity stream against David Gaylord on the Thursday. So that is in two days on the 26th. Um, on Wargames live stream, the charity proceeds go to uh, Canines for Warriors, I think is the full charity name. That's um, basically a foundation that takes animals out of a kill shelter and trains them and then provides them to veterans that need them for mental health stuff. So real cool. Pretty good. Uh, watch that. The odds match. The yes, so the goal, the goal of the game is not for me to win. All I have to do, although that's flexing right there, yes, is not to get 20 owed, and then David has to buy me dinner because he I feel like if you win, you get two steak dinners. Maybe who knows? I don't know if I, what happens if I win. I gotta see if David's a, ta David's a tattoo man or not, but we'll cross that bridge when we get there. Anthony. You really need to stop making bets. I've had that at least a, that was a pretty easy bet. I have to not get 20 owed. Wow, it's gonna be I've had at least three or four people tell me they would concede to me in order to make you get a tattoo of my initials on your butt. So, oh no! <laughs> <laughs> what what happens if he does twenty O you, Anthony? Uh, I have to buy him dinner. Oh, oh, that's a wow, that is that actually is... a really easy bet to make. <laughs> yeah, it should be fine there. Yeah, it should be fine. But you know, imagine that'd no, be the saddest dinner you've ever had to buy anyone. Dude, just sad. Well, no, I was dating for a while before I met Anna. There were some sad dinners that were purchased, but they're like in general, yeah, it wouldn't be great. I don't know. Trying to just get, trying to make the gap not 50 0, trying to make it 49 0, and not being able to, I feel like that's pretty. If I pretty score 50 points, I'm literally going to hit the chess clock to him and leave to go get a reservation. <laughs> <laughs> I'm planning on just hanging out and watching that game. It's going to be a mess. I'm excited. Oh, it's great. So, yeah, that was my weekend. These are my plans. Welcome to the Vegas ride for a man that's not trying to win anything in singles anymore. Here we fucking go. Uh, how was, how sure. was your time, Jeremy? How was your weekend? Anthony just getting set to ruin someone's weekend while not caring how his goes. <laughs> yeah. uh, mine was good. <clears throat> we had our, uh, our store invitational, which was basically like a season finale for uh for an rtt slash gt series that we've been running for the last year um my buddy francois won it and along with winning it won a belt which oh. was definitely something that caught us all off guard we found out the morning of the event after pairings were live that uh that was what was on the line 
Mm. Uh, so that was pretty cool. So so at some point we'll have to show off that belt on in the in the Patreon Discord. Yeah. But uh, yeah, it was it was fun. I took my, I, we were playing all new rules, so arcs, all of that, got a taste for it. And I gotta go. I have to forget all of that and just you know trying to remember Amen. how Nephilim works. Yep. Uh, so I'm in a similar boat where I played one practice game yesterday, and that's basically where I'm at for my LVO prep until maybe Thursday. Nice. You want to play the mirror again on Thursday, Jeremy? Is that what you're saying? You know what? In person, I'm fine with doing it because we will actually have different tokens for our uh, grudge match. <laughs> the one I don't know if I'll have tokens. Happens, the mirror I'm hoping happens is Vic plays David in the worst mirror of all time, the T-Sun's mirror. It's so terrible. It's awful. You, you it's just great. roll two dice at each other. You just... These two dice until the game ends. You literally are just throwing <laughs> handfuls of two dice at each other. Like, yeah. Yeah. It's not like a lot of dice. You're never in combat. No one shoots. It's just two dice, a deny, and a dream. Yeah, but <laughs> like... But like, you still need to think about it, right? Like, the order of your powers still matters. Which powers your opponent can and cannot deny? Which ones oh, are yeah. going to re-roll? Which ones they're going to three d six? They're both going to be gonna so much more four after the game. It's going to be awesome. Yeah, flamers shooting flamers, disgusting, amazing, amazing, just terrible. It 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 should be as painful as possible. It should yeah, be like a cow mirror. They essentially knock each other out because whoever wins loses. Wins. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> It goes into goes into the next round begging for the sweet release of death, and then you know, entirely and then, and then you give it to them with your blood. And then you give it to them with the blood. Exactly. Damn. Exactly, Anthony. Yeah. Nice. Right. Nathan, how has your weekend been? My weekend was fine. I I worked. I'm trying to get caught up enough with work so that I don't have to work every day of LVO. Just like, sell out. Off to the side during my round one, I'll just be doing analysis on a data set while I play against somebody. Maybe if I get paired into a Knights player with the Votan, then I can end in like an hour and I can go sit down somewhere and like eat breakfast. And I'm not, I'm now going to get paired into some Knights player and they're going to beat the living breaks off of me. But I'm going to use calculated targeting and only roll sixes to wound and ruin your Exactly. Shooter. Yeah. yeah. Um, otherwise, I played my first game of Arcs of Omen. Um, and I decided to play it with Harlequins because I've made terrible decisions in my life. So I played into a Dark Angels player locally, but they took like an off meta Dark Angels list. And so I beat the brakes off of them instead, which was a little amusing. But I learned the lesson that which was that minus one invulnerable save makes all of your shit just vanish into poofs when the Dark Angels start shooting at it. Oh, yeah. And that every Marine army just has like 20% more shit on the table. So you're just kind of fighting through even more stuff which is yeah, it's so cool it all vanishes in a puff of smoke <laughs> whenever you throw damage at it but it it's still scored it hits it also hits yeah it, it makes hits it so hard yeah like i didn't have a problem doing anything with it it's just like the i knew nothing was going to survive to the next battle round basically yeah. was what was happening is the troop master got into samael and an, and an apothecary and killed both of them and then died immediately afterwards when Samuel fought on death for two CP, which was funny. Yep, that sounds right. But otherwise, um, I'm looking forward to LVO. I'm really excited to meet everybody tomorrow. I'll be in Vegas at like six o'clock, so that's exciting. I do have to work nice. Wednesday and Thursday, but whatever. Uh, so yeah, on that note, we're going to transition into stats. 
Um, yeah. Before we get too far into it, I am going to give props to Alex Taos, who did really well at Uprising this weekend. He, what was it? He topped 10. He got ninth place, I think was what it got, with Chaos Knights at Uprising. Yes. So good job, Alex. Two and won his pod at the on day three. That might be it, yeah. No. But I, he sent me the placings and said, did I do well? And I was like, no, you did terribly, obviously, doing getting a top 10 at a major in Australia. Terrible. Yeah, absolutely. No, you are not winning, son. No. Not yet. Stats dad, stats dad was proud, is what I would say. But <laughs> we didn't have, we had another mixed bag of events this weekend. We have people playing like three different sets of rules still, which is kind of annoying. And it's, and it's going to continue being that way until after LVO, essentially, because this week we're going to have LVO kind of capstone Nephilim, and that will be it. And then everything, I think, from this weekend on. Thank you, Alex. I can't remember everything, buddy. I spent the last four hours trying to figure out a problem with file formats that I needed to fix. Listen, Taos, what you got was beat by Morisoli. <laughs> Fucking pipe down. That's at least, that's you know what? Yikes, my guy. It's fine. Yeah. Um, Relax. But I'm going to pull just the numbers for Arcs of Omen for the stuff for this week because that's the only thing anybody really cares about, if we're totally honest. So we're going to use the events that used Arcs of Omen. Congratulations. Yes. Uh, in number one for win rate. Oh, wow. I'm looking at the everything space rain split outs thing. So we're going to do it this way because that's what I'm looking at. Oh. Um, so <laughs> the top one, two, three, four factions out of the top five are our space marine factions for Arcs of Omen, which is Weird. Black Templar at a 67, which I think is just two players. Dark Angels at a 63, which is the most of the sub factions that we're going to talk about. Space Wolves at a 62, and then Salamanders at a 60. Chaos Demons are the next faction that's not Space Marines at a 59. And then, oh boy, Death Guard at 58.8% for a win rate from the weekend. I don't know how. This is just Arcs of Omen. Everybody was telling me Death Guard were going to die a horrible, many, horrible death. How many games is this? Like, what sample that's, size are you looking at? That's 40 games. games total. 40 games of Death Guard? Of Death Guard, yes. That's pretty good. That's it's, not like as small as I was expecting it to be. I, I was expecting it to be like, like twelve. Yeah. yeah, it's eight players. Yeah, um, the Dark Angels was like hundred and twenty games, I think. Yeah, I mean, what the Black Templars is like? How many games? Like ten, twelve, something like that. Oh, this is just this last weekend, so it's not all of Arcs of Omen since last week. So there's more games probably in here, but it's fifty-eight point eight for forty games of Death Guard from this last weekend. Yeah, I mean, it's well, Arcs it's just fun. make people think weekend. that the army's good, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Um, Gene Steeler Colts are right behind at 55. Um, and then the Darling that everybody was talking about previously, Iron Hands, are only at a 54.3 post arcs. Um, maybe they're just waiting for somebody who's an expert to take their hand and lead them to the promised land or something. I don't know. Really an Iron Hands expert? I don't think that's a thing. Nassim. I wouldn't even say them. He's just a gun expert. Yeah, that's just a <laughs> gun attached to legs. <laughs> I feel like as soon as Nassim at least switches over, the win rate will go up. That's with 82 games. So it's not like they're not being played at all so far in arcs, but people are just not. I, mean, I feel like the, the first like the first order optimal list is just going to be like every gladiator on the face of the planet and then other stuff that moves like nine inches or whatever and shoots. Yeah. <clears throat> and that is very easy to play around. 
But it's when they add like three Thunderstrike, three Stormseer Thunderstrikes, and three Invictor Warsuits. Yeah, they start going full mech build and start punching you in the nuts from turn one. It's like, okay, all right. Yeah. Relax. They've already enough damage to table <laughs> two armies in front of them. Like, it doesn't matter. Right. So they just need units that will let them put their damage from turn one without their opponent being able to hide. And like three Invictors deploying midboard and three Storm Speeders of really any variety. I don't care. <laughs> Pick um, your favorite one that looks pretty. Yeah, Hammer Strike's good, Hail Strike's fine, Thunder Strike's best probably, but whatever, it doesn't matter. And then you just run at people, and you're like, hey, guess what, uh, you're dead. I would like to clarify that I can tell you that Death Guard is not all Don Houston games, because their win rate is currently positive, so that is not why, that's how you know. Um, anyway, okay. a solid 3-2. No, on his best day, maybe. I think we, ha we have at least one person you're in saying? our Discord who is definitely better than... Uh, than Don who's in at we have two at least at least one yeah maybe all of them I don't know Don's just the loudest he certainly hates anytime Nick get, says the words death guard out loud yeah do you yeah. think he like any, finds any time. Events, Nick's like oh that's death guard playing and you just get tackled just immediately <laughs> Don Houston or somebody who looks identical to him from his local store just <laughs> yeah just just hit some like a truck yeah, of increasing interest now. We have custodies who actually won uprising are at fifty three percent. So know what's happening. <laughs> custodies are actually good now. To be fair, they never really left. Yeah, like yeah. they have consistently remained above a fifty percent win rate since their last round of nerfs. Now they would fail to convert that into event wins for the large part because they got preyed upon by those that were winning events, Tyranids. but they were solid mid-table terror army. Yeah, well, I also think there's that dynamic, right, of like, you can get to 53% win rate by, you know, bad players playing other bad players going 60%, and then good mm -hmm. players playing other good players going 40% or something. Yeah, you for know, sure. Tweak the numbers how you want. But like that that's definitely possible it's probably the same reason death guards win rate is uh i'm sorry completely decoupled from reality here yeah. <laughs> i mean every time i hear a, a custodies player also complain about how they don't get a two up to win each game pregame because you the lore just, says they should just win just throw them out I, a window. like a part of me dies but yeah i can't defenestrate every opponent that i play who plays you, custodies i just can't you, do it you can there will there'll be less it act, in fact it'll get easier over time because there will be less of them i don't know but some of them a lot of them are actually built like cliff is and will actually throw me out of a window instead that's what then you call cliff <laughs> cliff is the one <laughs> oh. who throws the others <laughs> it's the custody <laughs> we all despair. need yeah it's yeah. true uh craft world all there are next at 52.6 i don't really care that much blood angels they're, are they're pretty good now you, you take harlequin allies they they slam pretty good yeah I, I i think that and then before we get to the disappointing marine sub factions we have blood angels who are cranking out at a 52 that i'm sorry love blood angels but they 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 got the wrong end of the stick on this change i don't know who thought that they just needed to go away for a while but someone <laughs> surely was like enough enough, enough blood more. angels man yeah. they're i'm tired of them being a tier all the time they must go away yeah don't worry their their a tier reign of terror is at an end they did it how dare and you then, be not the best faction in the game you piece of the, shit by the way, I just want to say, quick aside, I was right the whole time. Ha ha, get bent, losers. 
<laughs> and then I have three surprises. The first one is I want you to guess where Admech are in the win rate right now. I can't touch this because I did this. I made the stats. So I hope it's less than 20. I was, I'm going to say 35. They're That's I'm not confident though. 51.4% oh. win rate. Hold so. on. How many of those results are two people? It can't just be two people because it's 70 games, but okay, it's mostly two people. Yeah, I was going to say, if you pull out Ben and <laughs> the, the, the famous Greeks win, how many do they get? You're going to make Jeremy do this like right now, like on the fly. No, 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 no. I'm not actually going to ask it, but I'm curious. The next one I mean, is... Oh, go ahead, Jeremy. I was just going to say, the Greek, he went seven and one, I think. Yep. And then there was another one... And I think Ben went six and two. Yeah, I think so Ben also went seven and one. Maybe it was also seven and one. But yeah, like they they showed that that army can actually compete at the top tier, but they're also exceptional players in of themselves. Yeah, it a it always could. Like like really, it always could. It's it just, just got abandoned. I'm pretty sure. Yeah, it it always could do well. Like the rules were still crazy. Honestly, like. It's just, it's so much of a headache to play the army. It's like doing an Excel game of 40K. Nobody wants to touch it except people who only play that army. People only play that army. Not always super good at the game. Not always super good at the game. Thank you, Anthony. Yeah. Um, and it's it was just, it's just a bookkeeping nightmare. And if it's not ludicrously strong, people won't tolerate that. And they just won't play it if they have other options. Like it always was pretty strong. Like it lost the veteran cohort, got some buffs. It didn't that that's probably a net wash. Just you add some new life to the army and all of a sudden people switch to it. And then there you go. That's true. That's true. That's fair. And then the next surprise is where do you think tier nets are at? The bottom. I think they are now actually the bottom. They are the <laughs> bottom pure faction <laughs> at a 38.6% win rate. And it's not like nobody played them. They had a they had a hundred and five games. So we got them, boys. Oh my God, that's so many. They that finally figured it out. Is actually probably mostly broken. We'll actually see. Dead. We'll see in a couple weeks when like the data bears out for like the rest of arcs and as people transition and decide whether or not they're going to competitively abandon Tyranids. But they a thirty eight point six percent is like a twenty percent drop in win rate. Yeah, that's that's here's here's one comment about that. I don't think they're actually they're kind of the opposite of Death Guard to me now. I don't think they're actually a 38% win rate army in terms of power level. I think you can still do really well with them. You just have to do all the very, very intricate little minor stuff that John personally loves to do with Hormagons piling and consolidating and character protecting and big boys hiding behind walls and stuff like that. I mean, I watched him play a game into Eldar where Nick is a shooting army and moves very fast and never fired a shot the whole game and had every objective stolen every single turn. But <laughs> that is just not going to be happening in mid middle tables in any no. kind of way. They're just going to get shot to death. No. Um, if you're also, if you that. are a player who can make that work, you have better options. Yeah. yeah, I think if you're someone that considers themselves a mid table player and you want to play Nids, just put as many Carnifex as you can fit in the list and shoot large Venom cannons at people. And like or, a non-losing win rate percent of the time, that'll work. Yeah, absolutely. Well, I mean, Iron Hands, but yeah, non-losing win rate percent. That's what I'm saying. You'll go three and yeah. two with that. Three, three and two. confidently. Yeah, it's you know, it's it's very easy. You will go Don three and two, and it'll be fine. That's right. But, and then 
but um <laughs> we wrote a list with uh with adrian who's on the wtc germany team and he's yep. does their youtube channel he does a youtube channel in germany king, king of the hill we wrote a list for him that is for lvo so points change but not a, not as much like you can still sure do yeah they, they do they do <laughs> it's it's two walking hive tyrants right two walking hive tyrants two malceptors two tyran effectses with acid sprays three carn effectses three zoanthropes a neurothrope and three warriors that is a lot of t8 That's oh yeah it is it's great for Woo! yeah but um yeah, I mean, that list went up. You have to cut stuff for it, but the heart and soul of that list can stay. Mm -hmm. And I think, honestly, you can just run people over with something like that. I mean, sure, if you go second into guard, you're uh, you're dead. It's fun. Yeah, that's everybody, though. That's not yeah. a you problem. It's not. You're not avoiding that. You're nids. You're big. You got big, thick butts. But on your model, your models are big. That's what I'm trying to say. Anyway, <laughs> if you go first... <laughs> Look, it's okay if you want to admit that your kink is giant bug butts with six likes. It's okay, Jack. I'm never going to admit that. But Not out loud. No, <laughs> inside all the time. <laughs> but if you go first, suddenly their plasma executioners are wounding everybody on fives because you do the psychic action. And, you know, maybe somewhere in there you win the game. I don't know. But... Well, maybe somewhere in there you get to shoot them, and that actually hurts real bad. It really does. Yeah, yeah. it really does. So that's pretty cool. And also, you can take five model obsec, which is just punishing for people. You can take if you're more than 18 inches away from you, screw you on minus one to hit. Uh, and then guard really don't like no rerolls. Mine, I mean, they reroll ones if they want, but woo, but yeah, yeah, you know, yeah, minus yeah. one to hit, functionally minus one to wound because now you're minus one strength. Those executioners are looking awful. Strength seven to me, buddy, and then they're wounding you on fives. That's kind of not going to do anything. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I will say one of the other things, having because I look through them every single week having looked through the tiered list for the arcs events this weekend there is a lot of people throwing shit at the wall to see what sticks mm -hmm. so that's the other thing to consider is that like this is the first actual week of of, of arcs come back to me in like a month and i assume that tiered will probably stabilize in the 45 to 50 range so what yeah, you're saying is this data is not actually that important it's interesting, but it's not that it's yeah. not, it's not one hundred percent valid the, because people are still figuring it out. Like Iron Hands, good example of that. You're saying they're the fifty-two. There was not a single successor Iron Hands list. They were all playing uh, OG Iron Hands. He's, he's saying I, this. To I don't necessarily mind. disagree with that. <laughs> yeah. Like I think you can make a case for uh, mono Iron Hands, but but all of them being that yeah. way that yeah, surely fun. that's just worse right yeah like it should be like 50 50 some people build into having the trait and some people build into not having the trait and fine but like mm -hmm. everyone has iron hands pure hmm? yeah it Maybe surprised it. me yeah yeah jeremy's also saying this to undercut my last surprise which is that astromelatarm are not above a 50 percent win rate <laughs> <laughs> yeah. with 100 with 100 terrible at the game four games yeah, um, um, that's why none of them made it into the military, Anthony, and they only have nearly got into the military stories. Right. They listen, they just had bone spurs, bro. Like, they would have done it, they would have, they couldn't. They, yeah, they had uh asthma and they couldn't. That's right, yeah, they're at a 48.6, so just off of 50. Ooh, so I'm sure Jeremy knows what the how many of those lists had cash is? with Barbican's key? <laughs> how many? And Leontes, I have a very different question. 
Do we have the win rate of born soldiers? Yeah. <laughs> How many question soldiers, Kasserkin, Barbkin's, Keliantis lists are in that? <sighs> I want to know. because that's. Different. I guess we can pull that up. All right. Actually, After really... time, born soldiers had a 49.4% win Ooh, rate last that's week. Not as that's good. actually not that high. <laughs> no, that's no. kind of low. They went 39, weird. 40, and 4. All right. And... Uprising did let people play with Lord Solar, from my understanding. Yes, and the they allowed reasonable models. proxies. Yep. Yeah. Okay. Which, I mean, is, he's on an 80 millimeter base, which is yeah, he's gigantic. Massive. He's on a giant base. He's thick. Yeah, I can say from looking through the list, again, there were not a lot of those combinations. Hmm, Just like that's... there weren't a lot of mortars either. Oh, weird. <laughs> Fucking mortar, bro. Because <laughs> I can beat 10 Lehman Russes not that hard six Lehman Russes with nine mortars and 20 Kasserkin and Leontis and the Barbicans key and orders and, and bodies. all of that that's a lot harder in fact it just tables you in a turn yeah, yeah it does yeah. the other thing that I do want to say is actually uprising based on the boards I saw had relatively dense terrain which makes uh, if you're playing like a lot of Lehman Russes a little bit more challenging but not I'm not trying to say that guard are not OP before somebody gets upset in the chat mm -hmm. about me saying that they're not. They are way too good and Kasserkin are broken. You're just um, commenting about the fact that yeah. Winry hasn't cracked 50. Yeah, just yeah. commenting about it because I like hurting Anthony's feelings live on air repeatedly. I mean, you're not going to hurt Throwing my that out there. You can't hurt my feelings soon because my feelings are going to be tied to me dying on objectives. <laughs> or if you kill me, sweet. If I kill you, also fine. Um, Who cares? <laughs> also, I'm not really trying to hurt Anthony's feeling because Anthony is a nice person. I do my best. Yeah. yeah. Alex Taos raises a good point. So the terrain at Uprising was reasonably dense, but they used fixed layouts such that there were some layouts where you could not hide on anything but your home objective. Interesting. So there were a lot of very, and I was looking at this from a lot of the top-down views from pictures from the weekend. There were a lot of like wide open fire lanes that armies like Guard and Admech and Voten could take advantage of. Makes sense. Yeah, seems real. <laughs> no, I, I mean, I'm pretty terrified of Guard right now, to be honest. Um, <laughs> I think <laughs> Brian has found us out. Next, it's going to be Jeremy saying Dark Angels are just fine. On oh, they are. They're, they're, they're perfectly, perfectly fine right now. You yeah. don't need to touch them. No, 100%. They're, they're, they're normal. Yeah. Jack, what was the last set of models you bought? Uh, I think it was three land speeder vengeances, a storm speeder, and nine black knights. And Sam, now that you mention it, <laughs> man, how many black knights add... does that bring you to, though? That's the real question. Uh, that will, after my warp fire order is complete, bring me to twenty-one. There you go. There we go. Yeah, and then uh, we do uh, we do have a CRS update. I'm just gonna trail off of that and let everybody make of it what they want because that's Jeremy's slash Jack saying that Dark Angels are okay. I'm just gonna put it out there. No, they're both they're busted as hell. They but like, maybe I'll play them in tenth. They seem awesome. <laughs> I'll play them now. Don't get me wrong. I'm playing them now. <laughs> this is an investment for the future too. I mean, uh, it's a stylish army. It is. The fast shooting army is gonna be good in the future. What? Never. I mean, guess. I don't. Man. I have to say this anytime I say anything about the future. I don't know. I don't know what's in 10th or whatever or anything. But maybe. But maybe, maybe it's good. I don't know. Okay. I'm not but, a test or I don't have the rules. 
maybe but fast shooting armies with reasonable combat options they've always been. like say what harlequins were like before they got nerfed probably good just saying. oh harlequins maybe. are still really good by the way yeah harlequins are also still fine just I played them into iron hands yesterday um and uh it's very unfair it was it turned out to be yeah yeah. Are wow. you saying that an army that loves its rerolls like real hard doesn't like when you turn all of its rerolls off? Well, that they they don't like that. They also don't like hitting on fours. Yeah. We're still getting there. Yeah. And they also don't like me going from all my whole army goes from is unshootable behind a wall to my whole army is within six inches of every model in your army. They don't love that. Right. Yeah. Um optimal. It was rough also Jeremy, do you hear infantry squads or characters because that gesture's got something to say about their existence it's true yeah those guard yeah. characters go away when you can tesla a uh, strength six damage to gun into them unless you buy that ogren bodyguard then it maybe was won't but maybe yeah. still will um jeremy do you remember what the votan win rate is for uh, arcs i think it's in the it's 40s low. I, will, I have it i have it in front of me just give me a second people haven't okay. switched to the superior 25 Zerk yeah. yeah. While Jeremy looks yeah, it up, I'm going to go through. Went up, what, 75 points? Yeah. Not enough. Just in the leagues was a 42.3% yeah. win rate. Okay. Uh, 84 games. So mm. just run 25 Zerks in five Sagittar and make Anthony happy. The point isn't that that list went up. The point is that that list went down because it doesn't have to run troops anymore. True. The troops are the best part of the list. The SAGs are the best part of that list. That's, that's fair. fair. That's fair. The they ha they have an eye-watering amount. No, the sags are the the, v the little turtle bike. Turtle yeah, the little bit of guys. Yeah, the little mm -hmm. scoot scoots. Yeah. The little John scoot calls, scoots, yes. John calls Sagittarum uh, Sagittars just to piss me off. <laughs> <laughs> um. All right. Now we'll go through CRS, and then we will do some meta stuff, and then we'll do right. questions. Luke is saying well, that the win rate is nothing with no bearing of the Dark Angels I'm painting. For your information, Luke, they were already all painted. The only thing that has actually crossed my painting desk recently was 30 infiltrators. To be we fair, of all the people, you can't lot. really accuse yeah. Jeremy of bandwagon jumping this particular instance. <laughs> I guess he's I had none, he's so staying. I just figured I'd paint them all up and then they're done. Yeah, well, you know, is, does anyone actually check your numbers? You could just say, yeah, Dark Angels, perfect 50% win rate. Ideal <laughs> army, really. <laughs> yeah, there's nobody to control me, Jeremy, and Cliff at all. It's true. It's actually Unfortunately, yeah, the numbers the GW goes off of are ITC battles at practice games. So uh, yeah. I can just, like, literally, Jeremy might just be on his phone at, you know, at work at lunch just plug in a thousand <laughs> games of dark angels versus iron hands no no no, no. you use an yeah you use an android emulator to create accounts and no. enter games don't and that way you it. make sure that it's truly unreliable because you can fill because tabletops battle us when you extract the data gives you the the user id so you can filter out unique ids if you think their data's wrong jeremy you're giving away your fucking ass, bro <laughs> yeah, what you're, what you're doing is like, like, i'm not gonna doing it. i'm gonna won. mute jeremy because i can't have him telling people how to undermine all the stats work we do live on here well what you want to do is you want to go wait do, do your does your data count in practice games too no, I will. No, I will it does. All right, I just wanted to make sure. We only take data directly from BCP, so it's a little harder to foible, like to mess with it. And Jeremy actually QC checks it. So people that. at home definitely don't make a fake GT super major or whatever. Have a fake five hundred people there. All 
<laughs> I, I will also mute you, Jack. Yeah. I will do it. Jeremy, take over. <laughs> yeah, and especially don't do that down in Florida. Yeah. Right, right. Yeah. Don't don't do that. We're trying to help. You're definitely helping my blood pressure. Okay, CRS. Uh, it has been updated this week. Tom Ogden is still in first place at 2017. Mike Porter is at 1996 for his CRS, CRS? second. What is what is this wizardry? This is our faction balanced player performance ranking system. So we take oh, ELO man. four players and ELO four factions and use them to offset each other to make a more who if you play overpowered factions, then it affects how your CRS score is. So when I play. meta hop every single tournament. It doesn't. It reduces your CRS. So it reduces your CRS score yeah. a little bit, but what it also does is, if you're still really doing well, you're still going to be positioned in the top. Yeah. So like an important of note with that is the uh, the people's champion Porter in second because he has played Harlequins, which would have had disgusting faction elo the entire time, but he's only lost one recorded game. So, oh, is that WTC? No. Damn that's it. not a singles event. That doesn't count. Damn it. It's true. Yeah. <laughs> Two recorded games then. <laughs> right. So Vic is in third. Um, Manny Chima is in fourth. Innis is in fifth. He popped up last week into like, well, the week prior, up and back into the top five. Nassim is in sixth. TJ Lanigan is in seventh. Jack is in eighth. David Gaylard is in ninth. And then tenth is Colin McDade. All right. And then Anthony is 19th Woo! because I, I like saying where the other hosts are at. Yeah, you play too much Drakari, Anthony. I'm sorry. Not in <laughs> since we started doing this. What I've been paying attention. I don't know. Yeah. We don't record that far back, actually. We should, though. This is uh, CRS. Know, it would have captured, actually, his uh, his last Drakari event. No. Oh, that's true. It would have. It would have captured Elvio. That's right. Because I started collecting this at the beginning of February 2022. Mm -hmm. That's right. Oh, it would have captured that. Wait, hold on. Hold on. Where, where's John? Lennon is in 15th. And where am I? Eighth. You're at, at, at eighth. You're right, ahead of John. Yeah, yeah, that's all you care about? I mean, yeah. I can switch over to just ELO, and then unfortunately it's different. Um, yeah. Just ELO, John is in fourth, and you are. Oh, in no, that's 30th. looking way far down. I'm in You're in 30th. 30th. Yeah, 30th. 30th. <laughs> yeah. What Sorry, did you buddy. do? I don't know. <laughs> oh, I'm in 30th. It, I mean, it, it, there it comes down to if you lost a game that you were heavily favored to win, but you lost it because you were running a worse faction. You drew against world leaders. I did draw against. That's what it was. <laughs> Not only that, I went to a GT locally and I brought custodies and it was six uh... dreadnought custodies and three Caladius. And it turned out the terrain when Quentin told me it was crap terrain, what he actually meant was it was very, very heavy. Oh, like no. like like extremely heavy terrain <laughs> and then what happened was i paired up into nine custodies bikes and a couple dreads went second on dawn of war lost like four of them turn one and then almost won and didn't and then the following round the following round i paired up into a gsc player in the oh. owen one bracket okay in the owen one bracket i deploy on the line and it's it is 
games workshop terrain but more dense and more move blocky and then he goes first and he puts he move blocks every single one of my dreads with bikes and i did win that game thank god but i was staring at the board on his turn one going oh my god am i about to go home too because that what's about to happen is here? that my life am i an zero and two gamer now because <laughs> i don't outscore him he's gsc and he's move blocking yeah. me so like what is happening right now yeah, it's a rough, rough day and, in the office, man. Yeah, and to, yeah. Jack is explaining his six losses that he has recorded in the in our well, ten days. That's to answer the GSC. I did manage to win. Oh, okay. and to answer two two shield oh. captains charging through walls and being assholes did win that game. Yeah, good job, guys. Love you. Anyway, <laughs> and then to answer uh, Luke McCarthy's question of where Nick Nanavati is, he is in fifty sixth in CRS. That's pretty good. He doesn't really yeah. play the game. No, he's still there, though. He's still fine. Uh, he's uh, only played, I think, what, two events? One event this year? He's played... Uh, he won that tiny thing with GSC, and then he played some other bigger event, if I remember. No, he, he's 23-2-1 for wins, losses, and draws across GT. So he's got a 90.4% win rate. He drew against good. Blake. Oh, he played uh, Motor City as well. Uh, he played Motor City. But he drew against uh, Blake Law. That seems real. Yeah. And then he lost once at Motor City to Joel Wilson, who beat all of us. Not me. Sure. Were you there to be beaten or had you already lost? Yes, I had already lost, though. Cool. Um, <laughs> moving on. All right. We're um, going to go into. Oh, no, go ahead. Actually, Jack, finish your story. And then we'll uh, no, it's just something about that event. Uh, Joel beat me. All of Art of War. All of Art of War in a row, like back to back to back. Yeah. And John, John, if when I whenever I talk about it or anything in even earshot of him, he'll go, "I wouldn't have lost that game." I'm like, "Screw you, John! Fuck you! Yes, you would. <laughs> yeah. Get out of here with that." He was on the roll, man. No stopping the momentum. No, it was triple malice after 170 points. <sighs> with all you. the casts, with with four casts, that'll also do you. Yeah, he <laughs> almost won that game too with sisters. Yeah. Didn't Take win though. Like didn't win. Just close but no cigar oh no not quite yeah <laughs> all right i'm gonna do plugs real quick and then we're gonna transition into something else probably Watch this goes. mountain of questions that we have for both us as a podcast and jack specifically if you all are enjoying our content you can support us at stat at patreon.com slash stat check uh we would appreciate anything you give if you give five dollars a month you can join our discord and you can get way more of us and you can get access to all of our bonus content like enter the matrix before it is released to the general public you can also get access to other funny things like whenever we do bonus random nonsense like i think now that we've hit 160 patreons we're going to watch the spongebob movie together all on stream and probably drink during it i don't know certainly drink during it um uh, we appreciate if you can or cannot give us anything uh if you can just drop us a like or a follow on youtube.com slash c slash stat check um drop us a like drop us a follow drop us a comment all those things help the algorithm and help boost us so that we get more stuff we're also nearing on super chats which is something that you guys keep asking for if we get up to a thousand followers we can start dropping super chats which is always fun um otherwise Thank you all for watching. We're going to transition now into questions. And we're going to start with the first question in Discord. Actually, Jack, why don't you do your plugs? Since you're our guest, do your plugs. Where oh, can people great. find you and the stuff that you do? Oh, customer service, Jack. This is my favorite. Oh, I hate this. <laughs> <laughs> all right. <No. laughs> 
All right, you can find me as well as Richard Siegler, Nick Nonavati, John Lennon, and Mark Perry over at theartofwar40k.com. That's theartofwar40k.com. <laughs> also, I guess this guy up here. <laughs> uh, probably, I don't know, you're not in videos, so whatever, get bent. That's true, uh, I'm not usually in videos. <laughs> you're not usually in videos. You turned down the offer of uh, of coming out here to do some stuff, so it's like, whatever, dog. I don't even, I don't even know so you. Hard. Join I'm my team. in the middle of nowhere and get I'll go there. Get on my team, Anthony, do it. <laughs> um uh anyway where was i yes the art of war 40k.com we have a discord it's better than these losers discord because we actually win events um whoa whoa, whoa. we've got an innis sorry yeah. innis does all, win events for sorry. one first of all we have an innis second of all i am the only thing keeping your discord alive so watch your mouth what are you talking about maybe the chaos parts of it We've we've seen some of the yes. Takes you can also talk to Anthony chat. in our Discord too. Okay, you can't get away Ooh. from me, is what Jack's so like, trying to tell you. That's the last thing that Stat Check has over us. All right. <laughs> oh, but now we have Anthony too. So like, why are you even here? Leave on mass and come to theartofwar40k.com. <laughs> Nailed it. <laughs> all right, we're gonna start questions now because that was great. Um, plugs are the best plugs. We just lost just take your subscribers. Run away. <laughs> I regret so many things, but that's not one of them. That's fine. Uh, so, so Derek, apparently, and... apparently our website is the war room now because we did a big website switch, whatever. I don't know our own website. It's fine. <laughs> it was the <laughs> art of war 40 Amateur hours as of like subscriber steel, bro. Ago, whatever. Jesus Christ. I'm not on that mailing list, okay? So I if don't you, use our website. If you want to ask questions of us while we stream live, you can join our Discord or you can ask them in YouTube. Our show is every Tuesday at 5 p.m. Central. <laughs> Jesus Christ, why do I do this with you guys? Um, you we're going to start with, I do love all of you, it's true. Even Jack, I don't know why, but sure, mm, why not? We'll see what we can do about that. <laughs> hey, hey, hey. <laughs> Nathan's rooming with me, so no. I want to sleep. All right, now, on to questions from the Discord. The first question comes from Derek, who is one of those Death Guard players who I think is better than Don Houston. Um, yeah. I'm actually no party. One much. of many. Does does Don Houston come after you guys when you talk about Death Guard too? No, we just no. go after him. That's we just, I'm fair. I mean, yeah. fair. The cycle of life, right? You go after him, he comes after us. We go after you. It's a whole. Yeah. Thing. We also we also go after Siegler's uh, Votan chats regularly in no our comment. Discord, which is always fun. <laughs> <laughs> That's the best. Somebody clip that for me. I'm going to use that to comfort myself late at night. Uh, does he I'm think I now it's, it's <laughs> Jack, do you think my, my image on the like our banner at in the, in the war room is just going to disappear and suddenly <laughs> I will never be heard from again <laughs> you're just going to get Thanos snapped away it's so you got a comfortable yeah. space in that fucking square buddy if eight Terminator is going to teleport behind me and shoot me and do seven mortal wounds and I'm going to die oh no <laughs> you got the seven mortal wounds <laughs> no, I'm, no. Dead. I'm also going to take a lot of AP zero and one that's right <laughs> Yeah, Watch it's out. gonna teleport though, and thus give you the momentum. So it's all good. <laughs> I'm gonna. I'm, we're stopping this. Fight. <laughs> all right, all right. Derek's question: Do you think that Adepticon TOs will ever enter the modern 40k era for standards? N no. Adepticon? <laughs> yeah. Adepticon. No. Yeah. No. There's okay. no chance until they get punished for. <laughs> and people just don't go to the 40k champs event, which they won't because Oldhammer works on momentum. 
they're just going to continue to be garbage town nonsense forever. Yeah. I mean, they're definitely not learning. They're going the wrong direction. Yeah. Like their thing about how they're just using GW's rules. So it's, it's not like they're joining the community in any kind of sense. They're just using GW's rules that are printed in the book. Fine. Whatever. But the fact that they, they came out with a, if you want to make top 16, you have to get 20 paint points. Like, I'm not a great painter, but if I take a long time, I can get decent results. I have a really dope Trajan that TSA blew up. <laughs> I think that's a pain point, Anthony. Oh, sorry. <laughs> Thanks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I can do a good job when I put time into it. So that model had a lot of time in it, is the point. <laughs> See? Oh. Uh, that makes sense. But I can't guarantee I'm going to hit 20 pain points, especially if I don't do a display board because I have to fly there and I don't make mm-hmm. a billion dollars. I'm not buying a seat. A you know, I wouldn't buy a seat for a baby, let alone my display board. And the display That's board right. I care about a lot more. So, of course. of course. I mean, I could just steal someone else's, but I hear that gets you DQ'd from Texas events. It does. Yeah. Well, thanks for this that the event's not event. in Texas. Thank you. Thank you. It's in Chicago. <laughs> yeah, you're ready. But... Yeah, I mean, I can show up, and the guy goes, "Well, I don't think your 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 submission really wowed me." So you get seventeen. So uh, have fun at seventeenth place, going six and zero. I'm like, it's because it's yeah. not a lasagna. It's not basically a lasagna that's called pizza. So that's why it's, oh, it's like a bread bowl, fucking garbage. <laughs> what are you talking now, about? That shit is I'm... awesome. No, it's oh, not. Wow, thank you, Jack. Actually, <laughs> I was just dipping on my dipping on my own city to like, like get past this question. <laughs> I, it's the best part of Chicago. Don't get me wrong. Oh, well, that's that's God. actually rude. Take that back. That's not true. <laughs> now nobody wants any piece no. of this. Yeah, no. Right. Oh, my God. All right, Jack. Whether that's an top? insult or a compliment to the pizzas is wildly up to you. Yeah. But continue. No, what they have to come. Your... will not. We'll never. It's true. But what are your top three tips for people who want to become a top-ranked ITC player? Um... Well, Anthony's working on getting there. So, if, what what are you doing? One day at a time, baby. Uh, I suggest never playing a teams event. If you do that, it will immediately ruin it for you forever. Yeah. So, don't do that. Um, go to big events a lot. Get a nice, comfy IT job so you can focus on other things during your workday. And Metahor. Those are the best three. Yeah. I so. Yeah, I first off, yeah, if you go to if you ever go to WTC or ATC or whatever, you will you will stop caring about singles. Anthony's 100% right there. That's true. Uh, WTC, especially you will stop caring about singles so bad. Like, like I care about singles because, you know, I'm a sicko. But yeah, WTC is like the only event for me now. The only the biggest one I'm thinking of as soon as you know, we can start workshopping. I will. Um but like in terms of what you need to do to get to become better, it's mostly reps and trying to learn from those reps, right? You need to be in the gym working constantly, you know, or sorry, whatever, you know, you, you need to get games. You need to get games against opponents who are better than you, ideally. And you need to seriously think, what could I have done better? Because as soon as you, after a game, you're like, Oh, that game was just that game was just I couldn't have done anything. It was it was fucked. I was just I can't win. This is like, yeah, sure. You're not gonna actually do better than three and two at an event. Like you just it's won't. okay to feel that way, but like recognize that maybe that's not a hundred percent true. Yeah. yeah, you can always do something to help. I mean, sometimes you go second into iron hands and you are also playing iron hands and then you get blown up. 
Yeah, what you should have done was gone first. What you should have done was gone first. That's a good point, Anthony. Thank you. Um, but, but also what you should have done was um, not play an army. If you want to be consistently good, just the the list design creation uh, yeah. part of that was what went wrong. Because it means you're playing a coin flip army. Yeah. Which 50-50s. It, yeah, 50-50s gets you to a solid two and two. But the other thing, and I'll, I'll actually draw on a little bit on the teams thing, is that, yes, it, don't play team events because you will stop caring about singles results. Um, that being said, there is also something to be said for, you know, a game might completely blow out and you there was no path back into it for you. But if you can learn how to scrounge 5, 10, 15 points from that match more than you would have otherwise, then the next time you go into that and it's not a coin flip, you're going to win that game even harder. That's true. The next question is apparently when are you going to join the stat check discord and are Literally you going the, to join the stat check discord? I can answer that for him. The second this ends, I will send him an invite that he was told that it was conditional on him coming on the show. Well, being here. Listen, I would have accepted coming on the show. It's just my good friend, Anthony violence, vanilla did not offer me one. Well, now you're on. Easy. Apparently there's two other people he likes more than me, whatever that hurts, but it's fine. I assume one was your girlfriend. Yeah, she's been on the show a bunch on accident. Actually. Right, right. So that leaves only one other person. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, that was Steve Joel, which yeah. I think you're okay with. Well, I had no part of, so you're good. Right, right. Okay. Hey, uh, we, we're still up for that smooching sesh at uh, LVO? You got to take that up with Nathan now. I heard that offer earlier. I don't know, bro. <laughs> <laughs> the next question I think is a little bit more important is how do you not tilt against people who are petty or use gotcha moments? Um, That's a good question. That That can be difficult um partly it's that petty and gotcha moments only get you so far so once there's there's a certain point you reach where you don't generally lose to people who are pulling petty and gotcha moments um because like i can and once you're petty and gotcha and you show it like i'll be petty and i will gotcha and trust me it's going to be okay or i won't and that that drives it in even harder like if i'm like no dude you can take it back that's fine yeah, but like how to not tilt is it's hard because it's that's very personal i think mm -hmm. um it, it has to do with understanding like what motivates you to go to an event what motivates you to do well um and how to carry like what makes an experience carry over to your next game or or to future turns because yeah you can't always outplay it i mean we there are people who are good who are also jerks and it happens it's a little less common at the top people tend to be good at the top like good socially but there are people out there yeah. um i don't know it's 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 kind of hard you just like any other bad beat moment you you got to try to reset find whatever resets you the best if that's literally popping the clock over to you saying listen i just got to take five and then if if you need to ask a judge to watch your table and they're willing to do that cool if not you can just walk and go to the bathroom for five minutes come back clear your head get a drink of water come back like giving yourself some space can really help there that is a really good bit of advice and if a game is tilted you off the face of the earth in the same way go outside go for a walk take advantage of the five ten minutes you have between rounds after you've moved your army to the right table and do the same yeah all advice i should have taken the last time i got tilted that hard now I'm going to get you in trouble. <laughs> yeah, I'm bad at taking my own advice, too. It's fine. Uh, who's the messiest at the Art of Warhouse? 
Can I, I guess say. before he answers? Yeah, yeah. I mean, I just told you, but it's fine. Continue. Oh, I didn't hear you. It's got to be Nick, right? Surely. It's 100% Nick. Yeah. Are you joking? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and then... No, go ahead. No, no, that that's just explain it. it. That's, yeah, that's okay. the answer. There's Fair no enough. debate. No. Okay. Um, now I'm going to not just ask Grant's questions because he asked like seven. Uh, Joel asks in the Discord, what is your number one tip for new Harlequin players looking to become good Harlequin players? Number one tip is very easy for any army, which is practice more. I mean, practice more against better players. Um, it's to... You have the capability to go very aggressive because you're very fast. You're in boats. It takes your opponent multiple activations to disembark your units, then kill the unit, then kill the character behind it. So learning the intricacies of how characters function is like a big part of Harlequins now, especially now. Yeah. Um, for sure. Then you also have the capability to go very aggressive, as I said. And what you want to do is I think right now you're not durable enough to jam your army in the center, take a hit, then hit your opponent. You need to force them to come to you so you can hit them first. Because like if you if you let Iron Hands shoot you, I don't care if you have no rerolls minus one to hit, you're still dead. If 2,000 points of Iron Hands get to light you up. So what you need to do, you still have decent scoring, not as good as you had before, but you still have decent scoring. Generally, what you want to do is you want to fall into a pattern of outscore. And then once you can engage, everything goes in. Yeah. You can't piecemeal as Harlequins. It gets too like easy to like kill transport, kill things inside. You want to put them in a situation where it's like kill two transports, the stuff inside got that behind a wall. They take another transport down to like two, but they can't quite kill it, and then it gets awkward. That's the goal. Yeah. All of your army at once, all the way in or all the way out is basically the idea. Um and also transports near walls constantly because you want to be able to get out lose a guy to disembark or whatever, and then use the squad in the following turn. And as right. Anthony said, it's very easy, like if you offer up two boats plus two squads of Harlequins, to kill the boats, kill the Harlequins. We're good. Um, it is, it's also very unreliable that two squads and two boats is going to do anything worth your time. Yep. Whereas if you jam eight boats with eight troops and three characters plus the death, okay. four characters plus the death jester, uh, yep. you table people. Because you just have enough activations that, oh, that boat rolled no wounds. That boat rolled three sixes. Like, it's it's all the way in, all the way out. Score until you can hit your opponent and learn so, how to use characters really well. To address what Logan said here, which is, don't you piecemeal the Twilight build by CP building and then throwing 12 in at once? I don't think those builds work anymore because yeah. of guard. Um, well, also, they don't work because the 5-up invuln is, like, not a big deal on transports. It's not great. Not that big of a deal. Oh, a yeah. Twilight kind of, like face tanks sometimes right you'd be like i have minus one damage minus one attack minus one this so yeah like combat armies what you would do is you'd like if you needed to you run in the center be minus one to hit minus one to wound minus one attack three up in form with a six up feel no pain and like right. things just couldn't deal with you at that point and that that option is clean off the table and realistically you didn't go to a three up in most of the time four up was enough right. but you're not spending the cp on it 12 man squads just don't work they just don't work anymore unfortunately you have to run boats with characters and then you confirm from it people it beats shooting armies pretty good honestly it's mm -hmm. real good at that yep but you have to hit iron hands first which you can do because you move you know 16 shoot six with your fusions which is what they care about and then you hit them with characters get good at disembarking a troop master advancing him going hitting a unit killing it getting back in a boat that is now behind a wall you know things like that makes sense 
The next question is from Dan F is why did you choose Blood Angels for LVO? And then what goes into these types of decisions for you? Can sorry, can you give me that again? Why did you choose Blood Angels for LVO? And then what goes into making those kinds of decisions? Um, well, a, a series of very long phone calls with Anthony is what went into making that decision. Um, I mean, Anthony, do you want to just tag team the story of why I'm on Blood Angels? Sure. So yeah. if you listen to me long enough, I will win. Um, that's the short version. And the long version is that I played a practice weekend where I actually got to see like the Chaos Gate table in person. And I played exactly two games on it and was like, I got to make a phone call and went and talked to Jack for a bit. Because that table, despite a long history of frontline tables not being very dense, if you play the front the chaos table with the first floor blocked on the ruins that they say to block, is rather dense. Um, and that L creates fucked up angles if you place it correctly, which immediately puts you into like, oh, Blood Angels are a real army. And Blood yeah. Angels happen to be really, really good into a lot of the other stuff that's really good, unless he get, plays against specifically John. Which, yeah. if that happens, you know, unlucky, fair enough. Whatever. Uh, yeah. Why? You know, he's my friend. One of us continues. It's it's yeah. fine. Okay, cool. And maybe I win and get to hold it over him forever. Like, what's what's yeah. it between friends? Yeah. But the nightmare was... is that you play, like, Innis, then John, or, like, John, then Innis. Whatever, I'll, be like, Innis. Ah! <laughs> I'll beat Innis. It's okay. Oh, um, strong. Ooh. Yeah, yeah, Luckily, I probably won't have to back that up. Yeah. Um, yeah. One in a thousand, baby. <laughs> so I was on I was on Harlequins. It's... Uh, basically quentin and i quentin johnson and i wrote a harlequin's list it's it's the one that he's on right yep. now so that was the list i was going to submit point for point same one because we worked on it together and then i talked to anthony as i do sometimes and he was like hey jack you know what's the best army in the game right now anthony what is the best army in the game it was thousand suns and flamers what uh is harlequin's bad into Thousand Suns and Flamers. What's good in the Thousand Suns and Flamers? Your favorite. My Blood Angels. Specifically. There's also an element here. I mean, you know, it's a series of phone calls over a testing weekend where I eventually decide I want to settle on Blood Angels and work on the list and whatever. But the main thing here is that LVO is a super weird random event. There's no one clear best army to either counter or, I mean, there is, but it's not like half the factions, half the events, or like half the people are going to be on, you know, it's, it's like one army is the best, but it's going to be as equally represented as anything else, if anything less, but there isn't one clear pick, right? There's not one clear winner to either take or directly try to counter or take and try to counter the mirror, which is like the always the strongest strategy. If there's one good one good army, is you take the best army and then you build for the mirror. That's just like that just wins events like every time. Right. But there isn't one clear option, and so I can drive myself crazy trying to think of what ifs and how to tech against this and tech against that. And what if I play this? And what if I play that? And who knows? And then there's this player with this. Oh, I hear this player's on this army and I hear this player's on that army. And like drive yourself insane. Yeah. I was in the middle of driving myself insane. Yep. And then I was just like, listen, you can't control everything. You know, I'll take blood angels. It's good on this terrain. I won't auto lose to, to flamers plus T sons. If anything, you know, it's like, but whatever the point is Jesus, take the wheel. I'll go pairings work out how they work out um what happens happens i know the army inside and out i know it real real good i enjoy it a lot and also gets a lot worse after arcs omen and then we're just you know whatever happens will happen and it'll be fine 
Makes sense. And then as long as we have Adam Camilleri in the chat, we'll just ask his question. Why is Vegas Adam. the best? Why is Vegas the best and somehow the worst at the same time? Since we're also talking about LVO right now. Oh man. Well, Vegas is the best because we get to see everybody, and it's the worst because it is a large event that isn't as cool as the WTC. And is in Vegas. Yeah. Yeah. Well, no, I mean, if you can get to Vegas, that part's great. Like it's very easy and affordable to get to Vegas. Yeah. Now, apparently, this is just also, a question that. Oh, go ahead. By the way, one one other thing about Blood Angels, I played with Fury of the Lost for one time, and I was sold. Yeah, I was, yeah, so it was good when it first oh, came ooh. out. That ooh. Fury was good. I was like, Jack, it's nuts, and he was like, It can't be that good. It's probably fine. I think you're over exaggerating. And I was like, No, 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 just try it. And he called me after the first game he played. He was like, I'm sorry. Like, listen, I don't apologize often to you, but in this one specific in this conversation, up like completely. Yeah. <laughs> Like this is that that convert like conversations happened that weekend, but that yeah. conversation was made up. Yeah, no, that one's fake. Yeah. Um, but yeah, he like he was like, oh shit, it's actually free. And I was like, I told you, bro. Yeah, I was like, I lost three, like I killed only two units, lost every squad, and then Lamardes killed another one or two, and that's a 15. It's like cool. Yeah. It is one of the most frustrating secondaries to try to deny because you just score it. Why bother? It also Just adds the dimension it. of if I run into a bad matchup, what are the bad matchups? Tyranids and Tau. Those are like the the like, oh God, matchups. Those are the, I didn't want this. Um, I outscore both of them like super hardcore. So they have to table me. Mm -hmm. All right. That's a decent dynamic. Yeah, it's bad matchup. But like that's an in I can use to try to win the game. Well, the upshot there too is that they, like by trying to table you, they have to come at you, which is always a little, yeah. a little dangerous <laughs> against one yeah. angel. Yeah, like that. I, I would love it if uh, certain Tau players had to just run clean into my charge range. Yeah. That's perhaps at 25 instead of 18. Just, yeah. <laughs> anyway. This is, this is apparently the question our Discord just asks our guests, I guess, is what's the favorite, what's your favorite way to have an egg? Fried. Or omelet. Fair enough. Yeah. Omelets, omelets slam. Omelets it's kind slam. of like the bread in a sandwich. Honestly, I just like sandwiches. And then Lucas has an ever-important question of why why you know Orc? Why don't you play Orcs, Jack? I played Orcs to the GW Finals. What do you want? Why are you not playing Orcs for LVO? Well, yeah, I, I understood that was the question. <laughs> Listen, I can't be tied down, baby. I, I live the way of the wind. That's true. And I play I play an army, I play the armies I want, you know? I play the armies that call to me, that speak to me. And uh, you know, if you want me to settle down, I just ain't the settling down type. That's right. I move through. We had a great weekend, Keeps and now I got to move on. For anyone who is not followed, Jack has played in nine events so far this year in our stats, and he has played seven different factions. How many of those did he win? Uh, he won three of them so far. All three of them, I showed up to the event with a new army with zero practice. Whether yep. this was... He won the U.S. Open Chicago with Harlequins. No practice. Nova Open with Necrons. First game. And then Frontline Gaming Cherokee Open with Tau. Same thing, first game. Oh, man, that was such an annoying I remember watching the final. Oh, yeah, yeah. Hold on. Have you guys seen Antwelp? Oh, God, dude. You haven't? Jack has a picture of me. Is there any way I can get this on screen? On on. If you send it to me, I'll put it on, or I'll send it to Jeremy. You you should not have said that. That's about uh, to happen. This is a this picture is of me watching Quentin play Tau 
after I finished my last game. I'm exhausted. I look like a fucking war zone person. And I'm watching Quentin roll these dice, and you can see in my eyes that I'm over it. It's it's just it's like a man who has seen a thing his brain cannot comprehend. Yeah. Yeah. I remember watching the two because it was the two of you on stream at the end, right? No, it was oh yeah, it was me and Quentin. Yeah, it was me and Quentin. Uh, I mean, I don't know what it says about me that I can't win with the armies that I practice with, and I God, only I win with the armies that I don't. <laughs> nothing I'm gonna, nothing I'm gonna analyze in any detail. I tell you that much. Yeah, don't think about that too much. Maybe yeah. just keep it moving. Practice is a lie. Maybe I, I don't know. <laughs> yeah. I don't... Um. So Vic Vijay has a question while Jeremy. Oh, Jeremy's gonna put up the picture. There's the picture. Oh yeah, it's glorious. <laughs> Wait, you skipped like eight questions there, bro. I'm allowed to ask whatever questions I want in whatever order I want. That's true. Just making sure you <laughs> saw the other ones. No, no problem. I'm asking a simpler question before I ask Adam Parbenter's like dense as hell questions. Uh -oh. um, Vic Vijay asks, how scared are you of UK dominance at LVO? Well, scared enough to take uh, Blood Angels after I saw the two of you on it at uh, whatever that event was. It's your local pub. Yeah. Um, the 500 person super major that you hopped in a lorry to go down to your local pub and play, uh, you know, six rounds of 40K. You specifically right. play six rounds of 40K. David got to play seven, I think. David played seven. Yeah, that's yeah. true. I think Vic only played five. <laughs> what? I thought he. You went undefeated. You went like walk cut. No, I'm looking forward to meeting Vic at LVO. I, from what I've heard, he's a lovely human. He's I'm just the best. Just don't take any list writing advice from him because he will try and fuck you. <laughs> okay, cool. <laughs> You're allowed to take list writing no. advice for when he's not at your event. But yes, yeah, and scared enough to take Blood Angels. What does that say, you know? Yeah. And three squads of inner, uh, infiltrators in, in this Blood Angels build. Like, there's no teleporting anywhere on the board. I'm sorry. Flamers get fucked. Like, it's just, it's, it's doing it. You have to play a normal game of 40k with me, and then I will plant an incarmine axe straight through your guy's face. Anyway, right. moving on. What did you learn from WTC? Which is a question from Sam Lemon. Oh, that's uh, a dense question. Yeah. Oh, Anthony, WTC chat real fast. This, you, you go for it, bro. I, yeah. I, I'm on this all the time espousing the things that i've learned about wtc i'm sure i mean i'm sure anthony was like we all had our heads up our asses or whatever i don't think that's true i just no one listened and we threw yeah that's just not true that's revisionist history but like <laughs> we we weren't as prepared as we could have been but i think that wasn't because we didn't know i i don't think that's because we were putting in less effort than we could have been i mean i don't think that's a particularly important discussion to have but like i Listen, buddy, I was playing so many games of 40K and talking endlessly about pairings and matchups and team comps and what people would be on and everything. Um, I, I think it's revisionist history to think that we were that. We 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 came this close to winning the whole thing. Unfortunately, and yet, is, we went fourth. Um, yeah, yeah, we came two points away with Australia and three points away with Germany from winning the whole thing. We learned a couple things, uh, a couple things about team uh about how to manage people people on certain armies people in certain roles people in certain situations what people should do don't want to get into that particularly but i also think that there's a certain amount of anytime somebody's on a list you don't understand they 
are a good player, generally. They're a good player. They think this list is good. They think it does something. Then they took it to their team and they got seven other people minimum who are also all good players on board enough to take the army. So no army is no army is a joke because eight people who are he heavily invested, as heavily invested as you are, if not more, they all agreed to take this to WTC. So that's the number one. You can't just laugh at any list because uh, you, sometimes you find out. Sometimes, sometimes you find out. And did Anthony go to Scotland and somehow come back with an immense fear of Team Australia? Sure. Maybe that happened. I learned. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Team Australia, Team Poland, Team Germany. I was like, oh, shit. Sure. Did we come one, two CP stratagem away from winning against Australia? Maybe. Again, Maybe. Who's, who's, <laughs> that was Germany. Oh, was that Germany? That was Germany. They both had, they both had GSC? Yeah. <laughs> Whatever. Apparently, um, GSC is just America's bane. <laughs> I guess. Who did make sense for other reasons? Brad. Oh, okay. I mean, he went twelve eight. Yeah, it's fair. fair I mean, honestly, Brad did pretty good there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's great. Yeah. yeah, that matchup is not good. Yeah. Um, it's bad. It's bad. <laughs> it's, it's bad. One unit of shotgun mans just removes your entire army off the board. You're like, all right, well. Somehow that was a 20-point differential. I don't understand it, but or 10-point differential. I don't understand it, but it happened. Good job, everyone involved. Yeah. But um, I think there's a certain amount of eight people, I don't think, will do what you want at WTC. Like, you can get a very good team of eight people, and we had a phenomenal team of eight people. We really did. But I don't think a team of eight people is what you need, which is why we have a team of like 20 people. Right. Um, and eight people will play, but 20 people are on the team. And what that means is that we have a very wide player base who plays a lot of different factions and who are being encouraged to play a lot of different factions. So we know everything inside and out. And if we go, what does this army do? There is not a, I do not know. Yeah, not a, <laughs> mm, it looks bad. I don't know. You need to look at this, this, this. Watch out for that strat. Yes. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I think our team comp was good. I think our team comp was good. Uh, Anthony's list was bad, but he acknowledges that. Oh, God, it was so bad. Yeah. Um, now, was that his fault? Absolutely. Why not? But <laughs> Sure. <laughs> <laughs> no, it, it was not. It was not his fault. His list was bad. Um, yeah, another thing is I learned, I learned a lot more about like you, you just, I mean, I'm not in charge or anything, but everyone is in charge to a certain extent because you all collaborate. You have to. Um, but Sean is in charge and he'll let you know. Sean is very in charge. <laughs> very in charge. But he'll let you help. And that's nice of him. Um, you can't switch people around. I mean, you can't do anything with people that they're uncomfortable with. And that's a good rule in life. Um, but. That means if a player is a faction specialist, you either don't have them on your team or you have them on that faction. And or you let them specialize, right? Right. You have them on that faction or you don't have them on your team. Mm -hmm. Fine. Fair enough. Or you have them in a supporting role. Coach, okay. perfect. If they're a very good player, they'd probably be a very good coach. Yep. Um, you can't switch people around a lot last minute unless they are good at that. Some people are. Some people aren't. Some people will physically threaten Nick Nanavati. Um, but fair enough. Yeah. Sometimes yeah. Nick just needs to be brought back to reality because Nick lives in Nick space where everything <laughs> just works out through his mystical powers that he has. Nick did a very good job as coach. 
He did Nick was a great coach. Oh yeah. yeah, I'm just saying that Nick, like as a person, he has like this superpower where like no matter how fucked something looks, Nick is just like, and it's fixed. Multiple like, times. How did you do that? <laughs> multiple times, I have gone to the Dunkin' Donuts near our near not our house, the house. I do not live here, <laughs> but multiple times I've gone there and I'm like, Nick, do you want anything? He's like, Yeah, can you get me a jelly donut? And they always give me two jelly donuts. Like it's happened two <laughs> or three times. <laughs> <laughs> like, they know, I would not have bought him to, but they yeah. gave me to. So here you go, Chief. Yeah, that sounds right. Yeah. Nice. The next question, also from Sam, is what is the best piece of advice you have ever received, Warhammer or just in life? Oh, that's that's hard. I've received a lot of unsolicited advice. Um <laughs> play Blood Angels to, to LVO. Great advice. Love it. Nice. Yeah. Play Blood Angels to a Carcosa Club RTT was probably the best single piece. No, that was the best piece of advice. Yeah. That's right. No, um, I, I don't know personal life, um, but two things. One, yes, I played Blood Angels to a random event because a random event while I was on vacation in New Jersey. Um, and Anthony, who I had basically just met at uh, ACO, was like, you can borrow one of my armies. I have da 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 da, da and Blood Angels. And I wrote a three Redemptor dread, uh, Dreadnought Blood Angels list because I was, I was like, like, screw it. Blood Angels are terrible. I'm just going to play, you know, stock standard Marines. And it's going to be worse, but whatever. And Anthony's like, yeah, I don't have any of that. I was like, that's not real. <laughs> that's not real. I'm like, what do you have? And then I built a list that is 90% the same list as the list I'm playing at OVO. Yep. And it just worked out. Awesome. Great. Smash. And then I've been playing Blood Angels ever since. But also those, those screenshots of people asking Nick when I'm going to be on a Blood Angels thing. And he's like, I think you mean Black Templars. That should be next week. And they're like, no, Blood Angels, they just won an RTT with them. And Nick's brain like, yeah, that was great. Yep. Um, but really, it wouldn't be a piece of advice, but it would be in, it was my game against Joel Wilson. Um, which I consider to be kind of a piece of advice in a game which is being aggressive in 40k is just good. <laughs> like generally being aggressive lets you control the tempo of the game, put people back onto their heels, make them play your game, you score primary. So even if you die, you don't care because, uh, hey, guess what? You have all the points and they have none of them. Yep. Um, and that game really, really, because I'm naturally kind of an aggressive player, but I kind of toned that down. There was... For a while, there was the Art of War style that all of Art of War did. Uh, that's kind of gone now. Only Seeks does that. But yep. yeah, the Art of War style was sit back, uh, passively outscore your opponent, and if they come forward, end them. But like literally sit back. My my play style now is like I like to go to the center and then be like, it's up to you if you want to play the game. Um, but like you'd sit back in your ruin and you'd send out a missile. They'd send out a missile. You send out a missile. They send a missile. You dot to dot to dot to dot to dot. And somewhere in there, you have two more points than them. And the game wins. The game ends. Yep. Uh, now only Seeks plays that way. And that's fine. That was his personal play style. And that's that's how he plays. But I have started rumbling in the middle a lot more. Um, I have. That's the reason we have that Custodes Dreadnought list on Team WGC, by the way, is that game with Joel Wilson. 100%. Um, yep. Because you can just pressure people to the point where their army doesn't work uh, properly because their buffs can't all go on everything that needs to fight all at once. Um, their points start getting docked because you're fighting over the middle, and that means you can go to their center 
you can go to their home objective, but they can go to the middle. So it's not even you're still getting 12s or eights and they're getting fours and zeros. Mm -hmm. um, and you can control the pace of the game. You can really dictate how they get to play 40 K. So in terms of 40 K, I think that's probably the single biggest epiphany I've had in years. Sick. It's a good one. Yeah. I'll add to that. Uh, I've learned something similar over the last year. The other thing that it does is it forces your opponent to make more mistakes for sure. Because they realize that they're not in the driver's seat and feel the need to take that steering wheel away from you. And they'll try stupid shit that sometimes works, but often doesn't. Yeah. And a lot of times what happens is, as you like, elaborate on that, is that um, they have to try like five stupid shits and three of them will work out and two of them won't. And it's just horrible for them. Yep. Um, yeah, it's, it's all bad. I... I, I think just getting more aggressive generally can pay off. Oh, and I also, my personal favorite thing to do is I've played a lot of 40K over the last 10 years, a lot. I'm very comfortable, even if the game is in that position where units are all kind of intermingled with each other and your units are dying left and right and their units are dying left and right and units are just hitting units and it's just a bloodbath. I'm very comfortable there. Whereas my opponents generally aren't. And they yeah. make mistakes and they blink and they they try to take a backward step or whatever. And that's just an edge you can really if you can get familiar and very comfortable in that sort of scenario, it'll help you a lot. That works in uh, life, too, by the way, being broadly comfortable when like stuff around you is kind of chaotic. Works real good. It's a whole the whole martial arts sort of thing, Anthony. That's true. Yeah. I have a storm, maybe. Hard to focus on anything else while a dude's choking you out. Or blasting your brains into mush. Yeah. I mean, I learned that today when I had to catch an instrument that was going to crush me with its 400 pounds of weight. That was a great yeah. moment today. Yeah. Um, but you did it. I didn't because I went, oh, I should probably catch this and then call yeah. it. Well, great. so I am actually paying attention to your chat, by the way. Um, Luke, who I know back from <laughs> the New Jersey days and Mythicos and whatnot, used to play him all the time says I learned from Joel and not Anthony. Uh, well, I learned I got the epiphany from Joel. And then I had someone who was also an aggressive player to talk to and talk ideas with with Anthony, whereas I do not find that here. That's at true. all, that makes sense. which is fine. Everyone has their own play style. And that's how it is. But yeah. Now to ask a lighter question is what do you like to do for fun outside of 40k? There's like three people who asked variations of that question in our discord. Uh, I'm a massive fight fan. Big, big MMA nerd, huge MMA nerd, love MMA. Uh, I'll talk forever about it if you let me, but <laughs> I will. Um, RIP Glover. But yeah, only I'm MMA fighter, or only UFC fighter I've ever seen in person. He's not dead. He just yeah. retired and also yeah. had bad losses last time. But only UFC fighter I've ever seen in person. That was awesome. Uh, Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu is my personal um, hobby outside of 40K. And... Uh, you know, four years or so, blue belt, love it, love it. Uh, proselytize it to everyone who will listen, including Anthony, who already has had you know pro fights, not pro <laughs> amateur. You had me. Oh, sorry, sorry, organized fights. Yes, and yes. ten amateur fights. Sorry, 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 my bad. Um, but who already has a martial art? <laughs> he <Okay>. does. <laughs> Um, yeah, it's just something that is in a completely different dimension. And also now that I don't work in retail and I don't, I'm not on my feet eight hours a day. Um, it is, it is a little hard to keep the pounds off if you're not going somewhere and yeah. working out yep. very easy to sit down at a computer, working on PowerPoints all day and then find out that I look like a vampire. 
man i definitely i i understand that feeling though quite a bit yeah another question from our discord is do you think necrons gained anything worthwhile from the points drops in arcs uh i'm gonna give me a second to care um <laughs> you can have a whole three seconds no okay probably well, not I don't know. No, I mean, the Warriors are two points cheaper. That's a lot cheaper. And then Armored Contempt isn't around, so their shooting actually matters. Warriors gained a lot. Makes sense. Uh, why don't you respect the fearsome power of Eliminators? <laughs> Have you been talking out of class, Anthony? I would never. <laughs> Who actually asked that? Uh, Logan did. Logan. Ah, Logan knows. Logan probably looked at your list. Logan, like, are you the reason Logan's always so sassy? Is that what you it? We I'm definitely sorry, are you secretly. I need to start. I oh, no, no, there's no way I'm watching stat check, but like maybe coming on. Oh. You can come, come on, on more. more. You want to come on, just let us know. We'll have you on more. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, it might great. get me out of the weekly meeting. Uh, business there you go. So. That, that's yeah. a good enough reason. That's, that's a reason. I love that. <laughs> yeah, we're gonna go all the way back to fighting again and. We're going to discount Anthony because of reasons, but who is the best fighter at Art of War? And if you had to choose a location to throw hands with Anthony, where would it be? So we'll have Anthony in the second question, but not in the first question. Uh, with Anthony, it would be uh, somewhere that is not wide open, very enclosed, <laughs> very enclosed. Phone booth would actually be ideal. <laughs> um, I also, soft you. floors, kind of essential. Although I expect I will be the one doing the taking down instead of the opposite, mostly because if Anthony's taking me down, my hands have got to be incredible. Um, it's true. So maybe hard floors. Hard floors, very enclosed. Think like uh, a dense office. Think um, like with cubicles. Like a helipad uh, with a walls. Yeah, 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 yeah. Think like uh, a kitchen in a very cheap apartment, mm. you know. <laughs> I like this Jason Bourne-esque kind of think, fight scene thing you're setting up yeah, here. Think some kind of Harry Potter bedroom under the <laughs> stairs, right? That sort of stand up good. Okay. Yeah. Long story short, Anthony, me go to ground. Jack win. Okay. Anthony, no go to ground. Jack lose. Yeah. It's no good. And the real answer is that none of us would beat Mark Perry in a fight because that guy is, I'm pretty sure, a half gorilla. He's huge. Yeah, he, he would rip our arms off and beat them to death with them. <laughs> he works on a farm. He lifts. He's 350 pounds looking to go north of that, yeah. like 330 looking to get heavier yeah. in pure muscle. Yeah, that dude could pick us each up in one hand, crush us, smash us into each other and throw us over his shoulder and go back to his uh, tree farm. I'm a pretty dense person who's not particularly easy to pick up. Mark picked me up literally with one arm, like just. Whoop. Yeah, he's picked me up before. He's Shiny. like, congratulations, buddy. And he leaned like it was at an event or something. And he leans down. And he grabs me at my knees. <laughs> Terrifying, actually. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, no, I mean. Mark. Then me and Anthony. Let's say we're each specialists. We're going to go that way. The rest. There, there was actually. Oh, no, Adam. Oh, Adam. Yeah, Adam's definitely. Yeah, no questions asked. Adam can um, Yeah, don't, don't, don't want to discount Adam. Don't mess with Uncle Vlad. Yeah. And then after Adam, it's John. Then after John, it's Nick. Then after Nick, it's Seeks. And in that order is 100%. <laughs> I have watched oh, I John and Nick uh, have a wrestle bet. Yeah, that's fair. 
not going to go into detail, but uh, John, then Nick is the okay. Best. Got it. Okay. Yeah. And then who is the best cook in the house? I'm very curious about that. I don't know who that would be. Best cook. Um, it's hard to say. Whenever we do like a big group thing, I mean, I definitely made the best meal. I did a Friendsgiving a year and change ago, and I had I baked a turkey, did the thing where you rub butter under the skin. It was super weird. Made me feel all kinds of things. Um, <laughs> <laughs> this goes back to the statement about bugs and six-legged things and how you really like how thick they are. Oh, turkeys don't have six legs, buddy. They just have two. Weird. I know, but hands under the skin. We're going into weird kink realm. <laughs> Whatever you're into, Jack. You brought it up, dude. Like <laughs> I'm just. I, <laughs> all right. If you want to, if you want to project that onto me, that's fine. <laughs> Look, my my thing says Doctor Stats homunculus, so it's just okay. It's just yeah. got it. Got it. Um, it had a bunch of other Thanksgiving stuff, and it was awesome. And uh, I, I I'm gonna take the title of best cook in Art of War. Well, let them prove you wrong by making you something dope. The worst that could happen is you eat a good meal. I will say Adrian is uh, better than all of us. He's been staying here, and as a thank you present, he he's like, I will make a very nice-looking lasagna along with other stuff, and it looks like an Italian kitchen in there right now. Oh, oh wow. Yeah, it's uh, very bright-colored vegetables and fruit and whatnot all getting, well, you know, tomatoes are technically a fruit, I guess, but it's all getting chopped up and, like, fresh. And That sounds awesome. Sure. Yeah, 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 yeah. And then we're going to go back to serious questions. Adam Parmenter asks a really good question. which says, what are the differences between players that go three and two or four and one and then players who win majors? Mm. Um, there is a whole difference. Like there is a, first off, nobody is a player who consistently wins majors. I'm sorry. That's just not yeah, a thing. That's not a thing. That's not a thing. Because the difference between, there's, there's basically like two tiers of players which is players who consistently go four two five one and players who consistently go five one with a shot to win nobody nobody who goes to an event has more than a shot to win yep nope not a thing um because 40k is random it is weird you have to play multiple games to even make top cut any of those can go weird in any variety of ways um i tied world leaders for yep. example um and he's a good player but you know I had a very tough game into your buddy with the uh, Death Guard, Derek. Derek. Yeah. 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 So anything can go wrong in any variety of ways. So nobody is, you can be the favorite, but that's like a plurality, not a majority. Right. See, I know stats. Hmm. Um, the difference is probably in consistency. So it's probably in one, when you're, when you look to make that jump, you need to look to reduce your failure rate as much as possible. Right. You making plans that rely on making a seven inch rerollable charge straight out done. You can't do that. Um, making plans to rely on a six inch rerollable charge. Squeaky, you know, like because I failed those charges before I felt five inch rerollables, but that's probably too, too much. You're only so safe you can be right. It's still a dice game, yeah. but like it's it's in reducing at any point, reducing failure rates. You know, so taking the safer option is generally going to lead you to the like taking a safer path to win the game is generally going to lead you to um to having more consistent results and then there's the whole this the whole skill aspect but the difference generally is practice and narrowing the failure rates 
Yep, makes sense. And then, man, I think this question might actually be too long, but it's worth maybe asking you to detail at a later point is what was the journey like for you learning to play and going up through the ranks to become one of the best players? Oh, um, well, yours is long. real long, right? You've been, I've been 10 years. Yeah. It's long. Um, it hasn't all it's, I've loved 40 K the whole time. Hasn't always been fun. Sometimes it has, sometimes it hasn't. That's largely due to my own psychology, which is not the healthiest way to approach 40 K. Um, I've seen a lot of people with healthier approaches to the game. Now, luckily I am in a better place now, right. but you know, six years ago, whatever it wasn't. And um, that's just, you know, that's just me being honest about it. Uh, largely what happened was I started playing and I like strategy games and I like being competitive. So basically at six months after starting learning the game, I wanted to start going to events and I was 15 minutes away from, you know, Nick when he was one of, if not the best player in the U S 10 years ago. Um, and so that local store was a hotbed for competitive players. It was very good. Like the RTTs there every month were just, you know, eight GT winners and then seven other people who could have been GT winners, like very good, very good opposition. So very quickly I got good. I got pretty good. I got pretty good fast because that's like the perfect environment to do well in. Um, and I would go all the time and. You know, I, I play every Wednesday and I think about it all the time. I wouldn't think about my work, uh, you know, not work, my schoolwork, because, of, you know, why would I? Um, so after about two years, uh, I won the Nova Invitational and then I won the the month after I won BFS. Those 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 were pretty awesome. Then winning I stopped BFS winning things. Back then, right? What's up? I said winning BFS back then was huge. Yeah, it was a big deal. Big deal. I was very proud of myself. Uh, the winning stopped after that. I would always go X and one event. I was so good at it. I mean, I wouldn't lose events. I wouldn't lose rounds after I'd already lost, but I was so good at losing events. Like we lose going X and one. Yeah. Um, I'm pretty sure the next GT I won was Warzone Atlanta a year and a half ago. Holy shit, dude! That's a wow. while. Yeah. That's a grind. I mean, that like that's an impressive thing to have pushed through that much like not failure but failure probably self-defined right like i'm sure there that was... had some level of like mental impact where you're like why can't i close <laughs> yeah i did it was rough dude yeah it was especially because like i was at a point where i felt like i needed it you know like i just right. like um for for a while i mean you know not not getting too into personal things but that's kind of an issue that i have generally and um I mean, I, I think I won an event called Leprechaun. Um, oh, that's a Mythicos event. At Mythicos, yeah, that yeah. was before I left. Yeah. I should have lost that one. First off, it was a fourteen-person GT or whatever. Yeah, that was when it was tiny. That was the one that was, before that I was started. Bitty, so, yeah, like, yeah. first off, doesn't really count. Second off, I should have lost that one. I should have lost to um, Sam. I can't believe I'm blanking on his name. I've known him forever. Sam, Death Guard player, Lucidity? Nova. Yeah, Sam, Sam Lucidity. I should have lost the Samley City, but he had a family emergency left uh, partway through turn three. Anyway, I did win that, but I'm pretty sure between BFS eight years ago and a year and a half ago, I didn't win a single GT, and I went to them every month, every couple months. Dude, that's Not as wild. I, I didn't did know that. that. Yeah, yeah. Um, so, I mean, I might be glossing over um, like a minor one, but yeah, I'm pretty sure I would remember one. it because okay. it was 
it was a big deal for me. So I guess yeah. the question is like, how did you push through like um, kind of that moment in your life where you're like going X and one a lot, but then like obviously based on some context clues, you're you like had probably like a few conflicts internally about not winning events. Yes. So how did I mean, you push through some of that stuff? And get... Okay, so I'm going to give you two answers. One, I'm that mentally tough. <laughs> <laughs> two, I didn't have anything else. Um, <laughs> so there you go. Also, um, a lot of my friends were 40K players. So like I'd go to tournaments just to, Hang out just with to see them. Yeah. yeah. Like my mood would crater the moment I would lose a game. It was, it was terrible. Um, mm -hmm. It was a very unhealthy way to approach the game. Uh, I don't really have a solution to breaking out of it because my solution to breaking out of it was just start winning loser. Um, you know, and, and now I think I am at a healthier place because I, I look at my role in the game. Like if I lose, if I lose at LVO and I go X and one, X and two, X and three, one and two and drop, you know, whatever. Um, yeah. I'm, I'm not going to drop, but if I do flame out, it doesn't really affect anything. Which, sure, in the moment, I'm not going to be happy about it. Nobody really is when they're, you know, competing for uh, number one ITC. But I'm a lot more okay with it now than, than I was before. And I'm not really sure. I think just having an identity outside of I have to be, I ha people have to recognize me as good at 40K. And I think right. it's a very unhealthy thing to think. And I'm past that, which is which is very good. But I don't really know how to get past that. If anyone out there is looking at it, other than uh, just just uh, have you considered taking armies you don't know at all and uh, and going <laughs> to tournaments with them? Like, yeah, I think uh, I think the biggest thing is to try to find like additional points of identity, right? Like, there's yeah. that that is definitely that that is good advice. I it was a major. I'm like I I'm not saying this like meanly or anything that was like a major advantage i had coming into the space is that i wasn't attached to like win loss draw past my own competitive nature because i had all these other things that i had competed in before right i had fought i had you know the wow stuff i like you know i had a pretty good day job going and as the best woman alive like things are pretty good broadly so if i lost in a game of 40k i was like oh that sucks real bad but you know like how do i make that not happen again rather than like ah, oh, my world is shattered i'm bad yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I definitely had a lot of times car rides home or whatever where I decided I was quitting 40k or whatever. Right. Um, I never for a week did. Right. Yeah. <laughs> but you know, I it, yeah, I think the best advice is find aspects of attach yourself to things that aren't just 40k. Tie yourself mm -hmm. personality wise, pers like tie yourself who you are and how you look at yourself to things that aren't just 40k. And that doesn't mean just don't take it seriously. I think taking things seriously and, and thinking that things are important to you is, isn't a bad thing. I think that's a good thing. Um, yep. Anthony and I literally had this discussion over the phone one point. Um, I think taking things seriously and trying hard is, is a, is a good thing to do, but having things outside of one thing is very important because there's nothing to say, like being a hundred percent honest, hundred percent honest. You can work, you can try your hardest, go to every single event, and you may not ever win. Yep. It's true. Ever. Yep. For your whole life. That's that's just a possibility. But having other things that are important to you and that define who you are to yourself is a big deal. Find hobbies, find people to hang out with outside of 40K, 
so that you have things where if 40K isn't giving you what you need in life, you have other things to tie your self-worth to. Yep, that makes sense. So. <laughs> yeah, and Chris espousing WTC and joining a team because then suddenly your individual record isn't as important, but your team record does matter and your Just team participation go. matters more. Just don't yeah. join a team if you want to get better in singles. ITC doesn't you. matter. ITC ranking doesn't matter. And the sooner you realize that, the better it is. Yep. Um, team it is 40K fun. is the best 40K by far you can possibly play. ATC, LVO teams, uh, the new KC teams thing. By the way, get on my team, Anthony, now. <laughs> um, all of those are worth your time if you can grab four other people and go to it. 100%. Teams 40K is just this much better. And then that's it for the Harpster questions, essentially. There are some more long ones, but I think if we're going to have you on again, we can ask some of those then. We can always we, roll back to them. It's true. Do we want to do any of the questions from our general chat? They're like, I think mostly being mean to P, me being mean to MDs and PhDs and non-science disciplines. <laughs> um, I think like we can hold off on them until next week. Sounds good. Yeah, because it's mostly just me, people trying to make me be mean to people who aren't in STEM fields, which is not something that I want to do publicly. I mean, I could make some comments about some people and get in a lot of trouble, but I'm not going to. It's really just Seth trying to make me mad on air for reasons. But I guess yeah. we have one question that I think is kind of funny, which is what's worse? Custodes, Dominance, or Dean's 5 and one triple helper, two decimator Black Legion list led by Abby... Oh. Dabo, Dapo, Moppy, and Saucy, which are a Dark Apostle, a Sorcerer in Terminator armor, and a Master of Possession. I think, Ethan. I think that every CSM player should run that list, but only if they're going to play me. Please. I think that list is really good if you want content snowflake points. How's that? And yeah, I phased out partway through that phase back in, realized you were still talking, phased back out, phased back in, realized you were done, and realized I couldn't contribute to the conversation at all. So I just said this. Not in a kind okay. manner. No, no. And Jack is I a heard really triple good Halbert and I was like, for... <laughs> I'm done. Yeah, finished. Jack is a really good stand-in for Innes, is what I'm going to say right now. True, <laughs> <laughs> All right. I think that's where we're going to end questions. We'll do the general questions next week when I can just be mean randomly to people, I guess, on air, because that's the thing people want me to do. Um, Chat, quickly fire off any questions you have for Jack before he disappears until some indeterminate time in the future. Yeah. True. Yeah. I mean, I guess we could do Anthony, are you ever going to play Melee Ad Mech? If they're good, fuck yeah. I think that rough, I probably missed the boat on them, is probably what happened. I probably should have tried them when the like Rough Stalker vet cohort thing was good, but. I will play the shit out of Dark Mech, which surely will just be melee ad mech, right? Like, there's no way that they release Dark Mech and they're like, they also shoot. Like, I, don't I mean, know. that would be crazy, right? That would be a real shame if they did yeah, that. that would... so... It'd be I crazy mean, listen, if they made it unbalanced. Nights to be all melee too, even though um... I got off that pretty quick. I I'm gonna be honest. If the rest of the Dark Mech line looks like Vashtor, I'll be on that so fast it won't even matter. Oh yeah, same. It's not yeah, even a you thing. me. Jeremy, Anthony, everyone, Nick, even he'll be on Vashtor. Yeah. Vashtor looks sweet. Yeah. <laughs> the great thing that I have basically a monopoly on the Chaos Armies for Team America. So, and then 
I'm sorry, Sean, Sean takes it away from you. Um, Sean is daddy here, okay? Don't tell me you would tell Sean. <laughs> there's, <not>. there's nothing, <laughs> nothing Sean loves in this life more, probably even including his kids, than taking my army away from me. <laughs> so, yeah. Yeah, how'd you end on nids anyway? Uh... <laughs> on that list? That list? Are you sure? Are you uh... sure they need to be six man so all your strats suck? And dude, I needed the extra venom cannon, so I can. You needed the extra venom cannon, Tau. clearly. Apparently, also somebody named Alex Taos wants to ask you about the Aussie melee Tau meta. And I've Waldux been informed very, uh, very loudly that it's actually pronounced Aussie. Did you I don't hear care. what happened with the Tau boxing fight? Um, no, but I heard that they decided that pistols and melee was honorable, and anything else was not. Yes, and that is how they literally <laughs> decided the game. And the only two oh, strats that were allowed were act at full and explode your suit. <laughs> Everyone dies. And, including and then Chris, Chris Irvine, everybody's decided to suddenly ask questions again. Uh, live react to this team event in the UK, 80 lists, only one Quinn's player. Uh, they just need the polls to tell them what to think again. What place is this? Wow. Is the UK. Oh, it's yeah, the UK. sure. Uh, it got nerfed, so it bad, so clearly. Yeah. Well, when you take them without fate dice or luck dice, <laughs> my favorite part was before that game. I was just like, so it's got to be a mistake, right? Like, just you can be honest with me. And he was like, no, I just wanted one extra troop. <laughs> yeah, oh, sure, you did. No. <laughs> I wanted no secondaries so I could have one more troop. It's just worth it. Like, if you think about it. Yeah. It's then he definitely. Left. Yeah. I mean, there's a reason that game was a 15 5 and not like a 12 8 or whatever. Yeah. It's because he had bad mm -hmm. secondaries. No, that, that game into Mike Porter was was so good. It was my, probably my favorite game of 2022. I'm sorry for anything else I played. It was so much fun. It was a I great had a experience. Him and Liam are my two uh, my two highlights. Porter, I love you, Porter. I love you, Mike. I hope we get a chance to play at some point, even though your army's probably pretty good into mine. Just Harleys? Into light Harleys? Yeah. You think I'm good into him? I think you got it. Nice. Then I definitely hope we play. Jack is right. <laughs> Let it, the record reflect that the last time we did a draft, I snap first round picked Australia for WTC. And I did the same thing for this year's LVO with Jack. So, yeah. John also has a secret plan that he's not telling me. Um, is, is he going to tell you he's not going to the event and then show up on the day of? They don't talk about that. Um, <laughs> no, 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 not, 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 not like he's planning to do things. He, oh. he says he has received. He knows how things will play out. He says he knows this. That's ominous. Yeah, wow. yeah, yeah, right? And I I think, I don't know for sure. I'm just trying to follow John's plan. But I think this will, I, I think his plan ends in me winning the event. I'm not sure. That was the vibe I got. But apparently step one was I play either orcs or blood angels. Hmm. Because I okay. freak out trying to control everything and then go back to my, something the, I know really well. The safety of punch them in the mouth. Yeah, just so, they die, and yeah. uh, then I, I win. Yeah, yeah, they dead, I win. Easy. So all I know is I've got that fate. I think I'm just following that path. Anthony is apparently a wizard on the sticks, and he's just, like, picking everything, and he That's apparently snap-picked me. Yeah. I don't want to win anymore because that, that feels that feels, that feels feels cheating, right, to have fate on your side. <laughs> but uh, I follow the steps that John's plan has laid out for me. That's right. I think we're just going to learn which is the real nerd Stradamus, and is it Anthony or is it John? You yeah. used the pun! I Good did. Job. I used the pun that you gave me because I missed out on it the first time. And the last question, because I think it's funny because Seth 
is asking it fucking everywhere is why are flash gets the most improved unit in our oh, slack onion get out of here <laughs> who who is that is that slack onion no it was seth, seth oster seth, oh, seth the man doc yeah um we have two people in uh in the art of war who always super chat about flash gets specifically to me <laughs> um constantly constantly every stream Top 10 list about something completely different. Hey, Flash Kits, what do you think? Like, anything. Tier list uh, of all the factions in the game. Guess what? Guess what we're talking about with orcs? Yeah, that's right. It's Flash Kits. I'm uh, going to start doing that, I think. Yeah, Flash Kits posting. It's I great. think I'm going to donate $5 a stream that Art of War will then just pay back to me that to ask about Flash Kits. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, that's it's fair. actually they're all accounts. Luke is right. They're all accounts that Seth has made just to ask. I would Jack believe about that. Flash actually, <laughs> yeah. Uh, I don't know. They got better. They're five points cheaper. You were already taking thirty of them, so now the rest of your list got better. So whatever. Because <laughs> the people asking this questions obviously were taking the max amount, <laughs> right? So it doesn't actually make them better. It just makes the rest of your list better. Right. <laughs> right. We're gonna we're gonna end on one final question, then we'll do the trail out. Who do you think? not including yourself then is going to win lbo jack well thanks i Dad. said not including jack i know i'm answering for me oh. then everyone can answer <laughs> um give me give me one second i've got a couple jeremy if i had to pick right now innis or nasim just because it'd be hilarious to have a, a, a great win dope. awesome yeah cool 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 <laughs> i was also going to say innis actually i was going to give innis my full support i also do think anthony could win but i give innis my full support it's so unlikely. My right. pick is matter. my pick is either Porter or John. Porter is a good choice. He doesn't lose tournament games in singles, apparently. He is so good, dude. I yeah. played into him. He's so good. Yep. Go. All righty. Do you want to shout out Art of War one more time so you could get it right this time? Yeah. Uh, stat check suck. Art of War good. Cancel and <laughs> sign up with Art of War. <laughs> For more shows like this, check out the Goonhammer Media Network. More info at media.goonhammer.com.